0: section 66 of ancient poems ballads and songs of the peasantry of england this librivox recording is in the public domain recording by linda marie Nielsen, vancouver b c the swearing-in song or rhyme as formerly sung or said at highgate in the county of middlesex the proverb he has been sworn at highgate is more widely circulated than understood in its ordinary signification it is applied to a knowing fellow who is well acquainted with the good things and always helps himself to the best and it has its origin in an old usage still kept up at highgate in middlesex gross in his classical dictionary of the vulgar tongue london 1785 says a ridiculous custom formerly prevailed at the public-houses of highgate to administer a ludicrous oath to all the men of the middling rank who stopped there the party was sworn on a pair of horns fastened on a stick the substance of the oath was never to kiss the maid when he could kiss the mistress never to drink small beer when he could get strong with many other injunctions of the like kind to all of which was added a saving clause unless you like it best the person administering the oath was always to be called father by the juror and in return was to style him son Under the penalty of the bottle. From this extract it is evident that in seventeen eighty six the custom was ancient and had somewhat fallen into destitute. Hone's yearbook contained a very complete account of the ceremony with full particulars of the mode in which the swearing in was then performed in the fox under the hill. Hone does not throw any light on the origin of the practice nor does he seem to have been aware of its comparative antiquity he treated the ceremony as a piece of modern foolery got up by some landlord for the good of the house and adopted from the same interested motive by others of the tribe a subsequent correspondent of mr hone however points out the antiquity of the custom and shows that it could be traced back long before the year 1782 when it was introduced into a pantomime called harlequin teague or the giant causeway which was performed at the haymarket on saturday august 17th 1782 one of the scenes was highgate where in the parlor of a public house the ceremony was performed Mr. Hone's correspondent sends a copy of the old initiation song which varies considerably from our version. Supplied to us in eighteen fifty one by a very old man, an ostler, at Highgate, the reciter said that the copy of verses was not often used now, as there was no landlord who could sing, and gentlemen preferred the speech. He said moreover, that the verses were not always alike some said one way and some another some made them long and some cut them short gross was in error when he supposed that the ceremony was confined to the inferior classes for even in his day such was not the case in subsequent times the oath has been frequently taken by people of rank and also by several persons of the highest literary and political celebrity an inspection of any one of the register books will show that the jurors have belonged to all sorts of classes and that amongst them the harveians have always made a conspicuous figure when the stage coaches ceased to pass through the village in consequence of the opening of railways the custom declined and was kept up only at three houses which were called the old original house and the original and the real old original two of the above houses have latterly ceased to hold courts and the custom is now confined to the fox under the hill where the rite is celebrated with every attention in ancient forms and costume and for a fee which in deference to modern notions of economy is only one shilling byron in the first canto of *Child herald alludes to the custom of highgate some o'er thy Thames row the ribboned fair others along the safer turnpike fly some richmond hill ascend some wind to wear and many to the steep of highgate high ask ye boeotian shades the reason why tis to the worship of the solemn horn grasped in the holy hand of mystery in whose dread name both men and maids are sworn and consecrate the oath with draught and dance till morn canto One stanza seventy Enter landlord dressed in a black gown and bands and wearing an antique fashion wig followed by the clerk of the court also in appropriate costume and carrying the registry book and the horns landlord do you wish to be sworn at highgate candidate i do father clerk amen the landlord then sings or says as follows silence oh yes you are my son full to your old father turn sir this is an oath you may take as you run so lay your hand thus on the horn sir here the candidate places his right hand on the horn you shall spend not with cheaters or cousins your life nor waste it on profligate beauty and when you are wedded be kind to your wife and true to all petticoat duty the candidate says i will and kisses the horn in obedience to the command of the clerk who exclaims in a loud and solemn tone kiss the horn sir and while you thus solemnly swear to be kind and shield and protect from disaster this part of your oath you must bear it in mind that you and not she is the master clerk kiss the horn sir you shall pledge no man first when a woman is near for neither tis proper nor right sir nor unless you prefer it drink small for strong beer nor eat brown bread when you can get white sir Clerk kiss the horn sir you shall never drink brandy when wine you can get say when good port or sherry is handy unless that your taste on spirit is set in which case you may sir drink brandy clerk kiss the horn sir to kiss with the maid when the mistress is kind remember that you must be loath sir but if the maid's fairest your oath doesn't bind or you may if you like it kiss both sir clerk kiss the horn sir should you ever return take this oath here again like a man of good sense leal and true sir and be sure to bring with you some more merry men that they on the horn may swear too sir landlord now sir if you please sign your name in that book and if you can't write make your mark and the clerk of the court will attest it here one of the above requests is complied with landlord you will please pay half a crown for court fees and what you please to the clerk this necessary ceremony being gone through the important business terminates by the landlord saying God bless the king, or queen, and the lord of the manor, to which the clerk responds, Amen, Amen. Note, the court fees are always returned in wines, spirits, or porter, of which the landlord and clerk are invited to partake. End of the Swearing-In Song or Rhyme